0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is How to Make Incredible Decisions. And we welcome those who are watching our YouTube live Simulcast. By the way, if you want to sign up for our YouTube channel, that'd be great. You can watch me do the Facebook Lives, YouTube Lives. Actually, it's not Facebook Live. It's YouTube Live. And you can watch me do the podcast. That's what I'm saying there. Hey, before I get into the message today on how to make great or how to make incredible decisions, I want to tell you two things coming up. Number one, something brand new. We have a two-week course event online for children, Limitless Kids. We're doing a course starting in August. Eight-week course, fully convinced it's gonna be one of the best things we've done, and then I'm going to release my book, Fully Convinced: The Art of Decision-Making, after the course, and I'm just getting input from those who take the course on feedback that's going to be helpful to us. So that's also on ignitinghopeacademy.com. Hey, let's talk about how to make incredible decisions. This is an excerpt out of the book, fully convinced, out of the course that we're gonna be doing in the beginning here. I read that the average adult makes 35,000 decisions every day. Most of these are minor issues like what cup to choose to drink the coffee from. Uh, Others are certainly more important and major uh, life decisions, life-altering decisions. And, you know, as we think about decision making and there's, there's, really, there's really two extremes, there's two extremes in decision making. One is just the impulsive, feeling-based decision maker who does not consider what's the consequences of the decision. The, the goal is just to be happy right now without thinking of the long-term effects. The other extreme is what I call the religious mindset decision maker, the person who is uh, so fear-based. It's the guy who buried his talent, his one talent in Matthew 25. He couldn't make a decision because uh, of a wrong God concept, a fear of failure, a fear of making a mistake, and a fear of punishment. And I don't know where you are in that. I'm probably talking to people who are mostly uh, those who are gonna fall into the category uh, of the one who wants to bury his talent because that, that was me. Let me just share how to make incredible decisions. And, and just as I talk about it today, I'm gonna share six traits of dynamic decision makers. Six traits of dynamic decision makers. Number one, dynamic decision makers base their decisions on the Bible and its core values. They base their decisions on the Bible and its core values. The Bible is like the owner's manual of a car. It'd be foolish to, uh, when you buy your vehicle that you open up the glove box, pull the owner's manual out and throw it out the window. <laughs> that The Bible is such an incredible thing. I've never done anything God's way and been disappointed and said, wow, I wish I wouldn't have done it God's way. God's ways are, are perfect. They are the ways of bringing long lasting blessing. And sometimes as we follow God's ways, we, we may have momentary or, or a, a temporary discomfort. We may seem to be temporarily falling behind others, but God's ways are perfect. So dynamic decision makers base their decisions on the Bible and its core values. Number two, dynamic decision makers believe they are good decision makers. <laughs> dynamic decision makers believe they are good decision makers now the bible says we have the mind of christ the bible says that in second timothy 1 7 that we haven't been given a spirit of fear but we've given a spirit of power love and a sound mind now it's very difficult to do what we don't believe we are So as we think about how to make incredible decisions, and by the way, when I'm talking about making incredible decisions, I'm not just talking about preventing bad behavior. I'm talking about finding our destiny, finding what we were made for and and walking in that. And, And so just even right now, just say I am a great decision maker. I am a great decision maker. And again, it's it's difficult to do what we don't believe we are. If we're trying to make good decisions but have a bad belief about our identity, then that's going to work against us. Number three, dynamic decision makers know when not to make a decision. Dynamic decision makers know when not to make a decision. There's the acronym HALT, H-A-L-T. Never make a major decision or conclusion when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. (laughs) HALT. And we we just, we have to realize and recognize in certain times, emotional times, that this is not a good time to be able to Trust ourselves. And if we're running from things, if we're running from uh, pain, if we're running from um, responsibilities or or, or whatever, that is not a good time. So dynamic decision-makers know when not to make a decision. Number four, dynamic decision-makers have the right people in their lives have the right people in their lives proverbs 15 says there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors proverbs 13 20 says he who walks with the wise will be wise and so how to make incredible decisions one of the keys is that we have relationship with people who are good decision makers, and are incredible decision makers. Who we hang out with. If we hang out with eagles, and you know, just, you say, well, I don't know very many eagles. Well, you can hang out with eagles in the books that you read, and the podcasts you listen to, and it will affect you. It will take you higher in your decision making. And, and and we also just just kind of under this as well is that we include the right people in our decision-making. We include, we not only have relationship with people who are, are thinking at a higher level, but we, we include the right people in our decision-making. We, As a leader, and I teach a lot about this in the Culture of Empowerment book that I've written, it's wise as a leader or as a parent to get buy-in from those that we're leading, not just be the kind of person or leader who, who decides and then announces, but it's wisdom to get input from those who are going to be impacted by your decisions. And certainly, uh, certainly, we also want to make sure that we're in agreement whether it's with our spouse our family our leadership team we want to be in agreement as much as possible before proceeding and determining what to do and number five we're talking today about how to make incredible decisions i'm giving uh, six traits we welcome those who are watching the youtube live version of this podcast and i'm sharing Uh, six traits of good decision makers, dynamic decision makers, to help us make incredible decisions. I've I've shared good dynamic decision makers base their decisions on the Bible and its core values. They believe they are good decision makers. They know when not to make a decision. They they include the right people they they have relationship with the right people and they include the right people in their decision making and then number five dynamic decision makers clarify their options and have a story from god what they decide to do now this is really one of the most important things about how to make incredible decisions is they, they clarify, we clarify our options and then have a God story for what we decide to do. So I mean, whether it's a big decision of whether you're going to move move to a, move to a certain, potentially move to a certain location or take a job or not take a job or go to school or not go to school or buy this car or not buy this car or buy another car. Or it can be how we relate to a particular family member and what's going on in their lives. This thing about clarifying options is so powerful. You think, okay, what are the different ways I can decide what to do about this? Or, or what to believe about this? Because this the, the decision-making, and I'm not having talked about it a lot, but Decision making is not just choices and actions but it's choices and what to believe. What to believe about ourselves, what to believe about people in our lives. And so we clarify our options and then we put under each option all of the logical reasons why why each option is a good decision and why it looks like it may not be a good decision why it may not be and then we put in there all of the input and certainly under those options you you put in there wisdom of multitude of counselors what key people are saying you put in there the god stories dreams you've had unusual coincidences prophetic words you've received and you put them under the option then you get in decision making mode then you apply James 1 5 and 6, where it says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And then it says in verse 6, But let him ask in faith without doubting. And so it says, Ask in faith. When you ask for wisdom in faith, that means you believe it's coming. It's coming. And you get excited. You get like a little kid in a candy shop. Lord, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how you're going to answer. Because the anxiety of not knowing what to do or the fear of not knowing what to do is a bigger problem than not knowing what to do. <laughs> And so we we, have, we clarify our options. We got the good reasons that we think it might be a good idea, why it not might not be an idea that what people keep people have said uh, any spiritual things that are connected, then we believe, we get excited, Lord, okay, I know you're gonna talk, because you said ask in faith. So I'm asking in faith. I know I'm gonna get wisdom. I I know I'm gonna know what to do. And then you you get you get Further God stories, you get further insights, you get dreams, you get, again, unusual coincidences. Bible verses you've heard maybe two or three times in a day and you know it fits under one of the options. And then you conclude based on looking at your options. You conclude most decision making is concluding what God is saying. You're concluding what the will of the Lord is. It's what Paul did in Acts 16. He was trying to go into Bithynia, Mysia. He, he couldn't. The Holy Spirit forbid him. The Spirit of Jesus forbid him. And then he had a, uh, a vision from people from Macedonia saying, Come and help us. And it says he concluded. And again, how to make incredible decisions, incredible decision makers, dynamic decision makers conclude what they're to do. They conclude. And, and so that's, and, and by the way, the greater the risk we take is the greater the story we need from God. And we don't just take great risks, but sometimes how to be incredible, how to make incredible decisions. Some of the incredible decisions that we are going to make will not seem logical when we make them to other people. Maybe not even to ourselves. They won't seem logical financially. They won't seem logical in, in maybe career uh, pathway choices. Uh, that seems going to, you know, would be the most likely to put us on a trajectory of, of our career. But we, but we realize that we're willing to take a risk. I mean, it's what Joseph did when his, his fiancée, Mary, said, I'm pregnant, and she said, it's by God, and he was going to put her away privately, the scripture says, but then he had such a powerful dream, such a powerful God story, that it overcome his his hesitancy or his fear and and he he said i conclude that i'm to continue to be with mary and to take her as my wife but he did, he had a god story for why he did that and i love talking about that so number five is uh how to make incredible decisions it is that we clarify our options and have a story from God for what we decide to do. And then number six is we attach faith to what we believe we are to do or what we are to believe in a situation. We attach faith. Yep. I, I've i done the best job that I know how. Uh, I've followed these principles that have been shared. Uh, and I've concluded, and, and if maybe it's in your family or, or your leaders, your, your spouse, your leadership team, we've concluded. This is what we are supposed to do. We attach faith to the decision. And, you know, uh, the bigger the decision there is, I will tell the Lord, hey Lord, um, I've decided to do this. I've concluded that this is the direction for me from you. If, if, if it's a big decision, I will say, well, I'll, I'll give you a week. If you want to change my mind, I'll give you a week to do it. <laughs> but you can only do it through another God story that I would conclude is from you, not through negative emotions or negative circumstances. And I know there's people listening right now. You're in decision-making mode about things. And, and I've just since even this podcast and even the course of, uh, that I'm going to be starting in August. I'm fully convinced it's going to be so powerful. It's not going. It's not only going to help with with current decisions, but but how. But, but it'll help us in our overall decision making. How we make decisions is more important than the decisions that we make. And how we make. And and so this this thing about decision making and then this last point of attaching faith yep this is what i believe i believe i'm supposed to do this and and certainly the lord maybe later on we there might be a change in direction but until that's clear i'm attaching faith i'm not going to move forward in doubting you got in acts 11 you have the story of uh of peter Explaining to his fellow apostles why, why, why he went and ate with the Gentiles and ministered to the Gentiles, fellowship with the Gentiles. But he had such an incredible God story. And then it says, the Spirit said to him, go doubting nothing. In Acts 11, it says, go doubting nothing or go without doubting. And that's really where the Lord is leading us to be fully convinced. You know, people ask me all the time, what do I do if I'm in a job that's difficult? What do I do if I'm in a church that, that doesn't seem to be life-giving? What, what, what do I do? And I say, well, first of all, you need to decide, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> because if you can answer that question, am I supposed to be here? As you clarify your options and you conclude you are, then that's going to give you the power to know what else to do. And you're you're going to be able to build on that. I can put up with a lot of junk in my life if I've got a word from the Lord. If I've got a word from the Lord. So, hey, what what a great time today, how to make incredible decisions. And, And again, I just want to say this. Good decision makers are not just focused on preventing bad behavior or preventing bad things from happening. Incredible decision making is the type of decisions that we, because we are faith people, we live, we walk in faith, not by sight, that we are setting ourselves up for making decisions that will launch us into our destiny. Wow, what a, what a great time to be able to, to share with you today. And I love, love sharing these podcasts. Would you thank, thank you for those who have joined us today live on our YouTube channel as we simulcast that. We got Tiffany, we got Gretchen on here. And thanks for just uh, filling up the chat tamra thank you as well and i want to remind you this is steve Backlin here from igniting hope ministries we are here to ignite your hope there's no hopeless circumstances there's just people who do not have hope and once people get true hope circumstances cannot stay the same hope is an unstoppable force if something's going to change somebody has hope somebody believes the future will be better than the present and they have the power to help make it so. You know, you look at the story in Ezekiel 37, and God showed Ezekiel a valley of very dry bones, very dry bones. And, you know, by the way, God's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are. He's not afraid of us seeing how dry nations are, how dry government is, how dry morality is, how dry education is, how dry the family is, how dry the church is. The Lord's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are just as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. Just as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. (laughs) And God says, hey, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Do you believe these bones have a good future? And Ezekiel said, oh, Lord God, you know And God didn't even respond to that. He said, prophesy to the bones. And and he did, and it started this chain reaction that created an exceedingly great army. God needs to partner with someone who has hope to accomplish his will. God God loves to partner with unreasonably optimistic people. And I want to remind you, too, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I believe this, that our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives. And we have a great passion at Igniting Hope Ministries to give revelation on the power of joy and keys on how to walk in joy. My book, Possessing Joy, is a great resource. Or let's just laugh at that, another book that I wrote. It's also really powerful. And you know, you think about, joy and we don't need joy at the end of the battle we need joy in the middle of the battle because the joy of the Lord is our strength is our strength and pretty much for everybody listening today today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy (laughs) you know I've never really found a convenient time to walk in radical joy it's something that I've had to choose it's something that I've had to choose. And, and you say, well, how do how do I stir up the joy that so I can have strength? Well, first of all, through thanksgiving. Be more focused on what you have than what you don't have. Just be thankful. Thankful for past prayers that you've prayed. They're working. Thank you for the blessings that you have. They may not be as much as other people, but thankfulness is the gateway. We enter his gates. It says... In Psalm 100, we enter His gates with thanksgiving, and thanksgiving is a gateway to many things, including joy. And then we also stir up our joy by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." And that the context of that verse. The context of, de, of that verse is that the delighter, he's delighting in the Lord. He's delighting with unfulfilled desires in his life. He's delighting with outcomes that he's believing for, that he wants to see happen, that have not happened. And it's in that delighting. And we've all got unfulfilled desires. We've all in our lives, we have areas that haven't happened yet that we're believing for. And it's in the delighting. And it's delighting in the Lord. It's not delighting in ourselves. It's not delighting in a particular outcome that happened. It's just delighting. God, I love you. I don't don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. God, I don't know what you're going to do in my nation, but you're going to do good things. Lord, I don't know what you're going to do in our family, but I I am just so excited to see what you are going to do. And it's a key to seeing desires fulfilled. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Hey, I've taken a little extra time than normal on this podcast and I trust you've been blessed. And before I close, I want to do something that we've been doing for months now is asking you to take five seconds to pray for my wife, Wendy, and I and our Igniting Hope team we believe that we have a mandate and this message is going to go viral and your prayers are so important. The hope is is such a powerful need. So just take five seconds and attach faith to five seconds of prayer for Igniting Hope Ministries, Wendy, me, and our team right now. Thank you. Amen, amen. Five seconds of attaching faith to prayers is more powerful than 30 minutes of prayer where we don't attach faith hey thanks so much i mentioned at the beginning i'll mention again right now that we are going to start at the end of july here in 2022 uh, a two-week special online event uh, called limitless kids and that's going to be using my books let's just laugh at that for kids part one and let's just laugh at that for kids part two. Just some fun things. Parents, if you're interested in that or you know you're a grandparent, that would be something to check out, ignitinghopeacademy.com, ignitinghopeacademy.com. And then I'll say it again. One of the most powerful courses that I believe that we will do is gonna be starting in the beginning of August. It's called Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making. Attaching great faith to who we are and what we're doing. It is going to be good. Also, that can be found on ignitinghopeacademy.com. If you're not signed up for our newsletter where we announce all of these things, you can go to ignitinghope.com. ignitinghope.com And... Get our newsletter, and it'll keep you current. We've got some great things that are coming up. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like these messages, why don't you tell somebody else about it as well. Check us out at uh, Igniting Hope uh, Instagram, Igniting Hope Facebook as well, and we're at Igniting Hope YouTube. Hey, God bless everybody. Thanks so much.